Hey everybody, welcome to episode three of Gil Blog. Um, and this week I have been working on Spin Up WP and I've been looking at uh, building two-factor authentication into Spin Up WP. That's the thing I've been working on um, for the most part of this week. So it turns out actually that two-factor authentication is not just as simple to implement as I assumed it would be. So I thought, you know, this is a Laravel app. Surely there's packages out there um, or services out there that allow you to easily implement two-factor authentication. But it turns out that that's not actually the case. Um, there is services that have APIs that allow you to easily implement 2FA. Um, Twilio is the, the, the kind of main one that I know of. I think Nexmo is another um, company that offers a similar kind of API. But so I st that, that was the route I chose to go down. I started to implement 2FA um, using Twilio, but then I quickly realized that it wasn't ideal because in Twilio's case anyway, you have to verify a user. You have to create a user in their database with an SMS phone number and country code. Now, the way we want our 2FA to work is that right from the get-go, um, people should be able to choose whether or not they want to enable 2FA using an authentication app um, or using a SMS. So authentication apps, the two main ones are Authy, which is owned by Twilio, and Google Authenticator app. Um, so it was an issue for us because we didn't want to force people to have to verify using an SMS code um, just to enable two-factor authentication. And Twilio seemed to, with Twilio, that seemed to be the case. So, um, so yeah, so we went on the hunt and it turns out there isn't actually even many good libraries um, available for implementing uh, 2FA in PHP. So I did eventually stumble across one. I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's called um, OTPHP, as in one time password. And um, it's by SpomK Labs. Um, so I found this library and it actually seems to do what I wanted it to do, which is basically just handle generating um, time-based one time passwords and also um, what they call um, HMAC, if that's how you pronounce it, one-time passwords, which are like counter-based um, passwords. That's normally what you would send in an SMS. So I did eventually find a package that would allow me to um, generate um, 2FA codes that are compatible with Google Authenticator and other apps. Um, so we're now manually generating and validating the codes using that package and we're going to use probably Twilio for sending the the actual SMSs if people do want SMS verifications so um so yeah so that was that's what I've been working on this week for spin up wp uh, in terms of surveyor I managed to get a couple of smallish things done this week I managed to get um two small features in one is being able to edit schedule monitors so this is one of those things that seems obvious like surely when you create a monitor you expect to be able to edit and delete it but actually when it comes to getting a, an MVP out the door some features that you might think are obvious actually aren't that important and so I made a call a while ago to not include the edit functionality for to, just for the sake of getting the MVP out the door and um, but it came time to you know implement that it wasn't actually that big a change anyway so so that was deployed this week. And also, um, I now send, we now send a, a confirmation email. So when you set up a scheduled monitor um, for your cron job in Surveyor, 
it now sends an email um, when we first receive a ping so that you basically it's just a, a, a kind of confirmation that surveyor is, is working and that the monitor is active um, and you so you get this confirmation email now and it it's it's all to do with um i guess enhancing peace of mind that's really what i want um as you know to, to be clear as part of surveyor you know other cron monitor apps that i've used they you know who knows if they're working do you know what i mean it's one of those things where i, I you know it's hard you hope that they're working and um, you hope that when the time comes when your monitors does fail that the app that's monitoring them will actually work so um, but it, but it, with other apps that I've used it's hard to know that so one of the things I want to focus on with Surveyor is peace of mind you know I want to um, help users know that the that their you know their monitors their cron jobs are being um, monitored so um, yeah, so that's that's what I'm doing. Um, that's two of the features I've launched with Surveyor um, this week. Um, some other, a couple of other things I did is I'm I'm trying to kind of get my first customers in the door, get some beta testers in the door. I did some um, got some landing page feedback this week, which is good for the marketing site. I put it on Indie Hackers um, and got some good feedback there, um, and also shared it with a couple of other of other Laravel groups that I'm in. Um, so I got some good feedback on the landing page, but I'm still trying to. Find my first my first real customers uh, for surveyors, so that's an ongoing process. So we'll see how that goes next week. But um, I'll maybe speak about that a bit more in next week's episode. Um, yeah, and the, the only other thing I was going to speak about this week was um, something that I came across on Twitter just this morning, actually, which was a tweet about the fact that duplication is far cheaper than the wrong ab abstraction. So when you're coding. You know, we all, you know, most programmers all have heard of um, keeping things dry, you know, do not repeat yourself. And um, this seemed to be almost advocating the, the opposite thing in that there is times when actually duplication um, is creates less technical debt, as it were, than creating the wrong abstraction, you know, trying to simplify something. So it gave an example where, you know, you create an abstraction and the abstraction makes sense. But then the another developer comes along after a while, and the functionality of the abstraction needs to change. And then you know, after this happens a couple of times, before you know it, the, the code is a convoluted mess. And so what you know, it would have actually been better to just keep the code duplicated at that time, and um, you know, leave it like that. Um, and and in, and in, the, in that case, it would have created less technical debt. So. It's an interesting thought. It's not something that um, I've ever really thought about too much. I've always tried to um, minimize duplication in my code. So yeah, that's something I'm going to chew on for the next couple of weeks and and um, think about that and see if there is instances in, in you know in my day to day coding where um, that that could actually be applied. Yeah, I'll be thinking about that over the next couple of, of days and weeks. So so that's what's been going on um, this week. Uh, thanks again for listening and catch you next time.